Hey everyone, this is Taylor Rotwell back with another Laravel snippet. It is February 28th here in the office, wrapping up another week, another month of working on Laravel. This week was a pretty big week. We had Laracon online. That was on Wednesday. Um, that was a great event. We had over 3,000 people in attendance to Laracon online with some great talks. Um, I gave a talk that was a Laravel 7 overview. Laravel 7 releases next week. And it has a bunch of great new features like custom eloquent cast, blade component improvements, a HTTP client, which is kind of a nice guzzle wrapper with a good developer experience, route model binding improvements, performance improvements, and a host of other things. So go check that out. Um, again, that will be releasing next week. Um, and I've already started working on things that I want to ship with our next release of Laravel, which will be in the summer around the time of Laracon EU. Usually I kind of demo new Laravel features at Laracon US and it releases a month later at Laracon EU. And, you know, I've got a few things in mind. One thing which I haven't really tried to keep secret is uh, we would like to move all of our authentication scaffolding to a more production-ready Tailwind setup. Um, I think you'll see us use some of the free components of Tailwind UI, which was released this week, I believe, on Tuesday. Or, or actually, that was released on Wednesday from um, Adam Wathen and Steve Shoger. Um, that's kind of a component library for Tailwind. Um, sort of makes it... Uh, quicker to build things, you know, more rapid to prototype things since it gives it almost more of a bootstrap um, speed feel since you can just like copy and paste an application layout or a table and drop it right into your application um, and it uses all the Tailwind classes. So that's a really cool new product. I think we'll try to use some of the free components from that for the new authentication scaffolding. And I think it'll just give it a more production-ready starting point that reflects the best tooling currently available, both on the front end and um, on the back end. Uh, let me know what you would like to see in the next release of Laravel. Of course, I want to hear your pain points and, and what you're running into. Uh, we run into some ourselves as we're building things like Forge or Vapor or Envoy. Of course, we hit um, things that we would like to improve in the framework, and that's where some of these ideas come from. Uh, we've launched several new Forge features since my last podcast. Database backups are now live on Forge, so you can configure, um, I believe it's hourly, daily, and weekly backups of your databases directly from the Forge UI. Those are stored on your own Amazon S3 or DigitalOcean Spaces account. Um, we've also shipped log viewing directly in the Forge UI, so you can view things like your MySQL, your PHP log, your Nginx log, even your application log directly from the Forge UI. Um, our team member James Brooks worked on both of those features, and uh, really um, great features, um, probably overdue features, and I'm glad they're in there now, and um, I'll, I'll enjoy using them myself. We've also shipped a few things for Vapor as well that you might be interested in. Um, you can now enable database encryption when you create your database. And we've shipped some changes that allow you to handle any custom um, Amazon event within your Lambda. So like if a file gets uploaded to your S3 bucket, that can trigger your application to fire and you can handle that event. Um, you can read more about that on the Laravel blog at blog.laravel.com. We have some documentation there on how to do that. Uh, Laracon 2020 is, of course, coming up July 28th and 29th. Uh, we've sold hundreds of tickets to that, of course, already, and um, a great speaker lineup coming together. We announced this week that Marcel will be speaking this week. Of course, he co-created um, 
Flair with uh, Frake and has been involved in the release of the Ignition Error page, the Laravel WebSockets package, and uh, created the Tinkerwell application, which is a really cool application that I actually use quite frequently, almost every day, that kind of gives you a, a desktop application for interacting with Tinker. Um, he's going to be speaking about refactoring your code to make it simpler, which is, of course, always a welcome topic. Um, so I'm looking forward to that as well. And of course, over the last few podcasts, I've been kind of uh, sharing some quotes I've been reading. I read a couple books um, in the mornings. One of them is Leo Tolstoy's Calendar of Wisdom and uh, Ryan Holiday's Daily Stoic. So yesterday, there were some interesting thoughts on um, in the Calendar of Wisdom book. I want to read a couple quotes here. One of them was to only speak when your words are better than your silence, which I think is a really great quote. Uh, in the book, he attributes it attributes it to an Arabic proverb. I'm not sure the source of the quote. I'm not sure if that's even correct, but it's a really great quote nonetheless. And, um, you know, there's just so many things that you can say online that are better left unsaid. And the internet is one of humanity's greatest inventions, but, you know, it can be used for so much good, but can also be used very negatively. And on that same day's entry, he had another quote that for every time you regret that you did not say something, you'll regret a hundred times that you did not keep your silence. So, you know, there's, there are times sometimes when you're like, oh, I wish I would have said something in this situation. But if you think about it, there's probably so many more times when you're like, oh, I shouldn't have said that, or I shouldn't have said anything at all. Um, you know, and I feel like every time you put down someone else or you say something hurtful, uh, yeah, you hurt the other person, but in a way you hurt yourself as well. You know, you kind of hurt your own soul, so to speak in a way. And I feel like that negative energy sort of tarnishes you to an extent and makes you dislike yourself more. Um, and it's not obvious at first, but I think if you think about it, you'll agree, you know, it's the case. You just feel kind of at the end of the day, when you think about it, you just feel pretty bad and, and pretty gross after doing something like that. It kind of tarnishes uh, your own energy, so to speak. Um, and it kind of makes me think of Dale Carnegie's book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, which is a great book that everyone really could benefit from. And he talks about how it's impossible to win an argument um, from his perspective. So he says, if you lose, you lose, of course. Um, so you lost. But if even if you win, oftentimes you hurt the other person. They feel humiliated and so on. And, you know, I'm sure he's talking about a certain kind of arguing, you know, a very hostile way of arguing that's confrontational and sort of combative. And, you know, there's gentler ways of persuading people to your point of view, which he discusses in the book, um, if you're interested. And, you know, I thought about that in the context of something like code reviews, um, either in person at your company or on GitHub. And, you know, there's just really good ways and really bad ways of doing code reviews. You know, you could say something like, uh, you know, I really don't like this. And it kind of has this negative approach. Or you can, you know, kind of more enthusiastically, you know, get involved and say, I wonder what would happen if we did this, you know, as such kind of a more positive framing. Um, it shows enthusiasm about their work, you know. And I think when you frame things in a positive light and you kind of gently throw ideas out there and try to persuade people that way, you kind of become part of their story. And, you know, you're showing enthusiasm and framing things in a positive way. And you're sort of coming alongside them and walking alongside them. Whereas if you're just kind of speaking negatively, you're more of like an outside observer, you know, that's just kind of like throwing stones. And uh, it, it doesn't feel like you're really walking beside them and becoming part of their story and joining with them. Um, anyway, so just some things that stuck with me and that uh, probably good to chew on for everybody. Um, 
Of course, I'll be back probably in a, another week or two with some more thoughts and some more updates on what we're working on here on the Laravel side. Um, if you have any things you want me to talk about, uh, send me a tweet at Taylor Otwell. And, uh, you know, I'm always looking for ideas to discuss here on the podcast. I'll talk to you then.